Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name. So we send out a war cry of praise. We glorify you, Father. We honor you. We exalt you. We lift you up, Father, tonight. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name. We give you all the glory, all the honor, not the situation, not the circumstance, not what we see, not what we feel. Even this is working for my good. We glorify you, Father. We honor you. We exalt you. You said, send Judah first. We send out a war cry tonight. We send out a war cry to silence the enemy, to annihilate him tonight. We send out a war cry. Are you ready to wage war? Are you ready to fight? Are you ready to contend? Are you fit to fight? Are our minds ready? Are our hearts set? Are we ready to pray? Are we ready to launch out? <laughs> Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name, Father. Glory to your name. This is our war cry tonight. This is our war cry. This is our war cry to Hasatan and all his demons and legions tonight. This is our war cry. We, this is our war cry tonight, Father. We glorify you. We honor you. Why did he say send Judah first? Why did he say send Judah first? This causes confusion in the enemy's camp. This causes an ambush on his attack. We glorify you. We honor you. We exhort you. Our hands are lifted. Our mouths are open. Who are you ready to pray for? Who are you ready to intercede for tonight? We're going to stay in these four walls tonight. We're going to stay in these four walls tonight. Whoever's standing by, whoever's near you, I need you to pray. I need you to contend. I need you to fight for your brother. I need you to fight for your sister. I need you to fight for our pastor. Fight for our teacher. Tonight, we're going to intercede for walking ministries. Who's going to pray for pastor? Who's praying for teacher? Who's praying for Al? Who's praying for BK? Our assignment here tonight is to pray for our ministry. A lot of times we're going out to the nation, to the government, but there's healing and deliverance that has to take place here. The enemy has to be defeated first here. How can we pray and intercede for the nation? And some of us need to be healed. And some of us need to be delivered. So, Father, we lift up our pastor tonight. We cancel every assignment of the enemy on his life, Father. We bring our special covering and protection over his mind, over his heart, over his servitude. Of him living for you, Father. We lift up our man of God tonight. We properly cover our man of God. Cover his mind. Cover his, his heart. Can we come against every attack on his mind, over his body? Can we cover our teacher tonight? Can we pray for discernment, insight?
Can we pray healing and protection over their bodies? That sickness and disease will not take them out. Can we pray for our leaders? This is our leaders. The leaders of Walker Ministry. That they would not be distracted. They would not be taken off their post. That they be governed and ruled by love. Where is our prayers and supplication for our leaders? So the assignment tonight, who's standing by you? Who's near? How can I effectively pray for who's here tonight? Even some that are not here. God, who do you need me to intercede for? That's the part of walking ministry. Can we come against the forward movement? What's preventing the forward movement of walking ministry? What's preventing our growth? What's preventing us from walking in love? Walking in truth? Walking in holiness? What's preventing us from being always offended? Not walking in love? Pray. Intercede. Cry out to God. For your brothers and sisters that are here, how can we go abroad if some of us are still trapped in our own sin? How can we reach the world if we're not healed and we're not whole? The war cry. What's the war cry over who's standing near you? That ain't in front of you, behind you. In the military, you're guarding your brother. Who's on the side? Who's to the left? Who's to the right? Who's behind you? How, you, how are we going in, Rocket? She's been a part of the army. When you go into war, what's the plan? What's the attack? Who, who do we need to pray for? Who do we need to guard and protect from? Protect the enemy from? Where is our prayer? Where is our supplication? Or who's standing by? Rid us of gossip, Father. Rid us of hatred. Rid us of all evil desires that's not of you. How can we help the world? How can we help the world? Where is holiness? Where is sanctification in the church? Where is love? Can it be found? Where is the fight? Where is the contending? Where is our fight and contending for one another? Where is the fight and contending for our wife, for our husband, for our children? Where is our fight? Where is our intercession? That means where is our heart? Where is our care for one another? Do we know what's going on in the spirit? Who has the enemy attacked? Who is he desiring to sift out from the ministry? Who is he desiring to sift? Who is he desiring to sift? Who is coming against that attack? Who is he attacking? Who house is he at? 
this is this is this is intercessory prayer. We cannot go abroad until we have properly covered and intercede for our pastor, for our teacher, for Walker Ministries. Where is our prayer? Where is our supplication? Where is our cry for God, for our ministry, for our pastor, for our teacher, for the leaders? Where is our intercession? Where is our intercession? Welcome is where is our intercession? Where is our intercession for our brothers and our sisters? Where is our love? Where is our compassion? Are you fighting for their deliverance? Are you fighting for their freedom? Who needs to be free? Who needs to be delivered, God? Who does it? Who are we fighting for the enemy to take his hands off the mind and heart? What sin is over walking ministries? What sin is over walking ministries? Is it disobedience, rebellion? How can we go abroad? Walk of ministries. How can we reach the world? Where is our love? Where is our supplication for our man of God, for our teacher, for one another? We're staying in these four walls. We're staying in these four walls tonight. Until I can hear a wail and a cry for your sister and your brother that's standing by you. If we're in a fight, we're guarding, we're protecting who's by. Who's to my left? Who's to my right? Who is the enemy trying to attack? Who is he trying to sift out? This is a war going, there's a fight. This is a spiritual war going on. Where are your eyes? Where's your ears? We are in a war zone. But are you willing to fight for one another? Are you willing to fight? Are you crying out to God on their behalf? Who has God placed on your heart? Who's to your left? Who's to the right? Who's in front of me? Who's behind me today? There should be a cry from God. What is the attack on Walker Ministries? What is the attack on our ministry? Who are you praying for? Are we just coming assembly and just leaving? Not concerned about one another. Spiritual well-being, their mental well-being. Where is our cry? Where is our supplication for one another? Is anybody lifting up the pastor? Is anybody lifting up the teacher? Is anybody lifting up the leader of the leaders? Who's lifting me up? Who's lifting up the, the worship team? Who's lifting up Ashanti? Who's lifting up Apollonia? Where is our prayers for one another? We're staying in these four walls. We're staying in these four walls. How can we go abroad? How can we go abroad and pray for the nation? Where there's healing and deliverance. Where there's sickness here. Wake up, Walker Ministries. Wake up, Walker Ministries. Wake up, or Come out of your sin. Come out of selfishness. Where's your love? Where's your care? For the person sitting beside you. Rid us of all selfishness, God. Have us to be focused, Father. Where is our supplication? Where is our fight? 
Where is our contending? Where is our fight? Where is our contending? Are we just aimlessly coming here and just leaving? Where is our fight? Where is our contending? Who are you signed to pray for? Where is our prayer? For our ministry. For our ministry. For our man of God. For our teacher. What attack? What sin is over our ministry that's preventing the forward motion? Is it disobedience, rebellion? Not just not adhering to the word of God. Again, how can we go abroad? If some of us are sick and lame, how can we bring healing and deliverance to the world if we need to be healed and delivered ourselves? Wake up, walk in ministries. I command every leader to wake up. We call out Whitney. We call out Ashanti. We call you out, Al. We call out BK. We call out Aunt Minister Diane. Evangelist, we call you out. We call out Andrea. Apollonia, teacher, Minister T, Minister Brandy, Minister Star, we call out right now in the name of Jesus, Father. We dethrone every attack, Father, on their household, on their mind right now in the name of Jesus, Father. We come against disobedience and rebellion in the house right now in the name of Jesus. We drive it out of this place right now. Disobedience, rebellion, you have to go. Disobedience and rebellion has to go. Disobedience, rebellion has to go. All darkness of the flesh, we drive you out right now in the name of Jesus. We drive you out. We drive you out. We drive out perversion right now in the name of Jesus. We drive out unforgiveness. We drive out a hardened heart right now in the name of Jesus. We drive you out right now in the name of Jesus. Hasatan, walk a ministry, be a house of worship right now, a house of order right now. I call for order right now and walk a ministry. I call for love to rule and abide right now so your people from the world can be free right now. Free us in our minds, Lord. Free us in our hearts, Father, right now. We read walk a ministry of all darkness right now and every work of the enemy right now. We command all demons and legions. We command you to leave the house of walk a ministry right now in the name of Jesus, Father. We cover our pastor right now. You cover him with your blood. That he stays focused, Father, on the kingdom of God. That he's not off his post, Father. That he's been governed and ruled by love. Wake up, Walker Ministries. Wake up, Walker Ministries. How can we be the hope for the world and there's chaos in our home? How can we be the hope where there's not love, where there's selfishness, where there's greed? How can we be the hope for the world? We're standing in these four walls. We're standing in these four walls. Who are you continuing and fighting for? Who's in front of you? Who's behind you? Who's to your left? Who's to your right? How can we move forward? How can we move forward if the person beside us is sick and lame and not delivered? How can we move forward? Wake us up, Jesus. Wake us out of ourselves right now in the name of Jesus. Wake us up, Father. Wake us up, Jesus.
Wake us up, Father. Wake us up in our mind and our heart to serve you, Father. Rid us of all selfishness right now. Rid us of all ourselves, Jesus. Rid us of pride. Rid us of greed right now in the name of Jesus. Rid us of all sin, Lord. We desire to be free so we can free this world, Father. Free us in our minds. Free us in our hearts. Free us to serve you. Where is the cry for our ministry? Where is the cry for our pastor and our teacher? Where is the cry? Who's walking alongside them? Who's walking alongside them? Who's willing, who's willing to die to themselves and serve in the kingdom? We need service in the kingdom. We need service in the kingdom. Who is willing? Who's willing to die to themselves and serve in the kingdom? Who's willing to serve in the kingdom? Who's willing to serve in the kingdom? Who's willing to lay their lives down? Are you willing to lay that sin down? Lay the sin down. They easily beset you so we can reach the world. We're staying in these four walls. We're staying in these four walls. Where is the attack? Who has the attack? Who is he trying to sift out? 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 Can you hear? Can you see? Where's your discernment? Where's your clarity? Where's your vision? Where is the unity? Where is the justice? Where is the fight? Where is the righteousness? Where is the holiness? Where is the sanctification? Where is the consecration, my people? Where is the holiness? We cry out for holiness right now in the name of Jesus. We cry out for holiness. Welcome in shall be a holy place, a house of worship, a house of worship, a clean. This is the temple of the Lord. Clean hands, clean hands, a clean heart. We are in the temple. We're in the tabernacle. Walker Ministries, in this hour, in this hour, in this hour, make a choice now to serve God. In this hour, in these dark times, make a choice now. Make a choice now. Make a choice now to serve God. Because the enemy is seeking to kill, to steal, and destroy. Where is the attack? Who is the red dot on? Are your eyes open? Are your ears unclogged? This is a war that we're in. And this is not a war of flesh and blood. This is a war against hostile time. This is a war against hostile time. Can you drive them out of your marriage? Can you drive them from your children? This is a war going on. This is a war. And where is your war cry? Did you come ready to battle? Did you come ready to battle? Did you come ready to battle? Did you come to fight and contend for your brothers and sisters that assembled here? Where is our fight? Where is our contending? Where is it? Where is your love and your supplication? Are you on bending knees on behalf of the pastor and teacher? Are you on bending knees? 
Are you on bending knees for the direction of the ministry? Are we on bending knees? Where is our war cry? Where is our war cry? Where is our supplication? Where is our supplication? Where is our prayers? Where are the righteous prayers? Where is your cry? Where is your supplication? Where is our prayers? Where is our supplication? Who are you praying for tonight? A lot of times we're trying to go across foreign lands, but it's right here. It's right here where we need to stay tonight. It's right here on the minds of God's people. On the minds of God's people. Our appetites, our desires, our lack of love for the word of God. It's right here. Your intercession has to be right here. How can we save the world? Wake us up, Jesus. Wake us up, Father. Wake us up, Jesus. Wake us up, Lord. Wake us up, Jesus. Where's your fighting contending for the person standing beside you? Because we're in the war. When they send the troops out, they're covering their brothers. And they're looking for where the enemy is attacking. Is it on my left? Is it on my right? Is it behind me? Is it in the front? Is it on the front row? Is it in the back? Where is he attacking? Where's the artillery? Where's your prayer of protection over the man of God, the woman of God? Where's your prayer of protection for one another? Where's your, where's your prayers? What prayers have you sent out today? Who has God placed on your mind? Where is our love? Where is our affection? Where is our desire? Where have we placed it? Forgive us, Lord. Our love and desire is for the world. It's for money. It's for our flesh to be satisfied. Wake us up, Lord. Wake us up, Jesus, to the kingdom, to the kingdom, to saving souls, to reaching the lost, to reaching the broken, the neglected, Jesus. What's on your agenda, Father? Who do you desire to be saved? Who do you desire to be healed or delivered? But first, we must be healed and delivered. At first, we have to make our own election sure. Where is our fight? Again, for our marriage. Where's our fight for our children? Where's our fight? Because lies here is the answer to all the world's problems. Our families. Where is the husband? Where is the father? Where is the wife? Is she on bending knees? Is he seeking direction? Is the husband seeking direction for the Lord? So, Father... We dedicate ourselves to you. We deny this flesh, Father. We give up all for the kingdom. We give up all for the kingdom. Are we all one accord? Are we united tonight? Is there anything in your heart, Father? Heal us, Jesus. Deliver us, Father. Deliver us from this flesh, Father. Deliver us from jealousy. Deliver us from envy. Deliver us from bitterness. Deliver us from gossip, Father, right now. And then deliver us from hatred, the evil that is in our heart, Jesus. Rid us, Father, of all 
works of the flesh, Father. Because we desire to be used by you. We desire to be used by you. Walking ministry, do you desire to be used by the Lord? Do you desire to bring healing and deliverance to a broken world? So your cry should be, heal us, Father. Deliver us, Jesus. Where's your cry for one another tonight? There should be a wailing and a lament. Where's the prayers for the men of God? For the fathers and husbands in this place? Where is that prayer? Who's praying and interceding in that area? Who's praying and interceding for that area? For men to raise their children. To be devoted to their wives and their children. Where is that prayer? Who, who is interceding in that area? Because this is the problem with our world. Fathers out of position. Husbands out of position. Who has that covered tonight? Who's interceding for that? Who's interceding for the men tonight? What attack is on the men tonight? What attack is on the men tonight? What attack is on the men? What attack is on their mind? What attack? Is it pride? Is it arrogance? Is it lack of love? What attack is on the men tonight? Who has that prayer? Who's interceding? Who's crying out for God to heal our men? To let the men know they're needed. That just we needed to raise their children. That just we needed to be devoted to their wives. Where is that prayer? Where is that prayer? To be men of faith. To be men of prayer. To be men of peace. Because our children, this generation, need their fathers. It's enough of broken homes. They need to see the mother and father operating as one, united in love. What shall happen to our generation if we are dissolved? The example of love should be shown in the home. If not, I'm going to seek it from the world. Who has that prayer? Who is on the assignment to pray and cover our men? For the enemy to silence his, his whispers in their ear. That they're needed. They're valued. They have worth. That their children are counting on them. That every decision that we make. Our children. Our children. The lives of our children are at stake. Where is the husband and wife that generally love one another? Where is the husband and wife that's going to train their children in the way that they should go? Where is that prayer? Where is that prayer? Where is that prayer? Where is contending? That warfare. Who's fighting against that warfare tonight? Do I stay? Do I go? Do I run? 
Where is that prayer? Where is that prayer? Where is that prayer? This generation and generations to come are dependent upon holy, consecrated marriages where the wife and the husband love one another. If not, we're going to bring even more damage. We're going to destroy our generation and generation to come because they're going to look for love and drugs and sex in this world. But does that matter? Does that matter, walk of ministry? Me walking in love with my husband is going to determine how well to meet bears in this world. It's going to determine and shape his mind, his future. Of how he treats women. Whether or not he's going to be faithful to his wife. Whether or not he's going to raise his children in love. Where is the cry for marriages? For family? The world has already dissolved the very meaning of family. Two men, two women raising children. Why not? We fight and contend in our marriages. For this generation and generations to come, if we want to save our ch children, save our generation, it's godly marriages. So, Father, let your love be shown in the families so we can save our young people. We glorify you. We honor you. We exalt you, Father for purity, for cleanliness, for consecrated life right now, and that we're ready to serve you, and that we're ready to hear a word from God, that nothing has room in our heart tonight. There's only room for us to hear a word from you. We glorify you. We honor you. We exalt you, Jesus. Glory to God. Come on. Y'all came to work tonight, right? I come to work tonight. Let's get it done. Woo! Come on, I need to hear some praises up in here. That's a weapon of your warfare. When you open up your mouth and you praise your God and you exalt His name, my God, whoo, my goodness, nobody like him, my God, whoo, see that's when the enemy is scared of you, when you open up your mouth, whoo, come on, bring down that stronghold, bring it down, you say to the mountain, you say to the bone. You say, my God. Woo! He's giving you all authority. Dejan, if it don't look right, you say to it. 
what it should look like. Keep knocking at it. Keep knocking at that door. He said, you keep knocking. He's going to hear you. You keep knocking it. He said, I'm going to hear you. He said, you keep seeking me. You're going to find me. You're going to find me if you keep seeking me. My God. He said, knock and it shall be open. I'm the just judge. said, seek me with all your heart, and you will find me. Jesus, my God. Stop, you, you stop seeking him. You got to seek him. No, tireless. No matter what time it is, seek your God. And he said, you shall find me. My goodness. Knock on that door. He said, it shall be open to you. See, one of them docks you're gonna actually mean. You're gonna actually wanna get in. That means you're gonna actually wanna hear from him. Just keep knocking. And he said, it shall be open. My God. Hey! Randorosiande. Heredera masi brenda la kochiande. He mandere besi brenda kochi. Retela mande seterendea, robandeleziande, rebancandele bisitande, brabamondo, robo sitidia, la mandele di sitidiande, ratando cosiarende, brabandele sitilendeo, yenderebapo resitendia, rebabamondo, serendelesiando, seterebapo, rendianda la basibrendele. Come on, you gotta press in just a little bit more. Out of your belly, it said, living waters shall flow. Come on, you gotta tear it down. You build it up, you tear it down. Most dangerous person is when your spirit wakes up inside of you. This is what the enemy don't want. Wake up! My God. Wake that spirit man up. My God. 
die to that flesh. Crucify it. Mortify that flesh. All the deeds of the flesh are wicked. Rabasete rebando koshitendia. Rebande de si brenda la makosia. Reman every spirit of disobedience. He remande le basite remando kosia. Rebamande de si talamando. Koshete remandia. Woo! My God. Hallelujah. Stop playing with him because he ain't not playing with you. Hey, my God. Woo, cast it down. Cast down them imaginations. Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Woo. He don't want you to wake up inside. He don't want you to be that quickening spirit. My God. Woo. Come on, let the light of the word of the truth enter into you. My God. Woo. Let him have his abode in you. Let him have your way. Let him lead you. Let him lead you into the wilderness. Let him lead you into the dry place. My God. Woo. This is where you learn to resist him. My God. Woo. When there's no natural nourishment, no natural comfort, this is where you learn to resist the enemy. Woo. My God. See, what's the problem? Y'all not speaking to that flesh. Command it to come under. You should know when you're not thinking right. This is not the will of God. These thoughts are not of God. Cast them down. My God. Woo! My goodness. Let's get to work. Work tonight. Oh, he's seeking who he can devour. Oh, he's coming to sift somebody. Come on. Woo! Are you in tune to his voice? Are you in tune to God's voice? Whose voice are you hearkening to? Because he'll put a desire in your heart, and he knows that your desire will take you to a destiny. battle is over truth. The truth is, Hasatan is a liar. And the problem is, you don't know his voice when he's lying to you. Seeks to gratify your flesh. He wants you to come under his authority. Because who yield to operates through you. Bible said that we should not be ignorant of his devices. Well, let's get some knowledge tonight. Amen? Amen. All right, have a seat. Whew, I'm back again. I feel good, but I feel like fighting. 
feel good. I feel like fighting. I, and I'm in a fight. I know I win. I can talk all I want because I know I win. My God is this. My God is that. See, I can talk and brag. Oh, my God. Y'all not talking to him. Y'all talking at your situation. You telling him to stay. Be nice. Demanding the overturn. See, the overturn of that situation. I'm finished this one, God. Send me into the next one. See, this is what you don't understand. See, your mind is not thinking like that. I want to be out all the time. I want to get this one accomplished because I'm going to learn what I need to in this one for the next one. got to tell me. God ain't got to tell me but one time I win. That's all I need to hear. I just need to hear that one time that you won. <laughs> now that right there is going to sustain me to the last breath leave this body. Okay. So I, who, who is ready? Who is really ready? Is ready. Challenge the situation there is to test me to see am I ready to really carry his word. Y'all come in this thing you, and we act like we, oh, ow, that hurt. Oh, that one hurt. You said that you would die. Because when you said you wanted him, Romans 10, 9, you said you would die to self. This is where all the contingent is. It's you and your flesh. You being your spirit. And Jesus was led of the Spirit into the wilderness. None of us in here are supposed to be living a defeated life. Not mentally. We're supposed to be some of the most the strongest mentally people. In because we have the mind of Christ. Strong-minded. Able to take anything. No, we do the opposite. We think it's strange. He said, think it's not strange. We give up. We surrender. When it's time to fight, there's no fight in it. Because you ain't been fighting. We lay down, roll over, 
play dead. That's how we do. We play dead. We play like we dead Christians. Just say one thing to you and you're offended. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be illegitimate. <laughs> he said, when you can't take correction, that is signifying that you are my son. When I correct you. When you get smoked about the head. <laughs> and he smoked him. Straighten up. <laughs> ah, thank you. Oh, he might love me. That's my daddy. See, our, mind, our minds don't be, our minds don't think like that. It's like your kids, and they tell you, when your parents tell you to do something, you get mad. You get attitude. You resist change. That's right. That's a big uh-oh. And a little child should lead them. You say, you know, it's coming down the road here. What pastor been up to? Can I just say, can I share something with y'all? I don't want y'all to think I'm just angry. I'm not. You know, some certain situation going on in your life, and the first thing you want to do, you, you want to get mad. Come on, but a show. No, don't even show your hand. Yeah, you do. Something go wrong, not your way. You want to get mad, don't we? You ever do? We get mad. Then you ready to fight then. See, but when you yielded to God, this what this what he said to me. You know you got a love heart in that. What? What? See, our way of thinking about vengeance and mad and what happens in your life, we, we think we got to get a righteous indignation. We use that because that sounds good, a righteous indignation. Mm -hmm. but, but no, hold on. I, I, and I heard them just as plain and clear. Now, you know you got to turn up your love now, don't you? See, the kingdom operates different than your flesh. But I need to know you need I need you to know you're in the kingdom. And subject. That's exactly what I want to say. And subject to it. See, this is why, you know, I'm gonna teach on it's about hearing Satan's voice. So in the middle, see if you haven't you haven't been training your spirit. But if you've just been feeding your flesh, you won't hear that part. You know you need to turn your love up. That's how you handle that. No, no, no. We get mad. Don't talk. Make all kind of decrees and everything. Y'all listening? I told you, you, we don't know his voice. 
He's not loud and, and boastful like you. He's smart. He's intelligent, the enemy. Well, God come in a small, still voice, so will I. An amalgamation. So when you get mad at that person, you say this, I'm just and feeling the way I feel. You're never just and feeling the way you feel. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Am I? I'm like, just in the doorway? I'm all the way in. I want to get all the way in. I want to get all the way in. All right. See, I, I tell you, a lot of times we, we, we're in a warfare. A warfare is not with flesh and blood. For some reason, we just forget that. It's never. What happens is you can never go behind the scenes long enough. To see who's doing what they're doing to you. Mm -hmm. Marionette. But we, don't, we won't stay long enough. Your emotions won't allow you to stay long enough. To see it is not them. You'll find out in most cases... Because you are only responsible for you. Y'all not ready? All right. We're going to get into it. We're going to move this thing right along here, okay? I could stay in that vein right there the rest of the night to the crack of dawn. Uh, see, you can do that when you know, when you know your flesh. And stop trying to figure out somebody else. Oh. Know thyself. Oh. See, because love only seeks to love. Love doesn't seek his own. Now y'all missed it. Love, love. Love doesn't seek its own. Love doesn't seek love. It only seeks to serve. And you can intertwine serve with worship. See, because if you love God, you'll worship God. So you got to find out. Most people don't really love God. I told you, you have a lot of knowledge of God. But we lack in the church an experience with God. We lack, we lack our intimacy. We, we lack our intercourse with God. That's what we do. I can never have a real relationship with you if there's never any physical contact. 
Because that's what it does. Love is an experience. But see, we have a problem mixing the, the, the natural with the supernatural. Because when you hear the word, there's supposed to be contact. Made with your spirit. Spirit to spirit. Just like Moses, face to face, mouth to mouth. So when you hear the word, it should make contact with your spirit. And that is what quickens your spirit. That's what raised him from the dead. It always is. Because in order to have life, there has to be an exchange. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. Satan voice. I told you last week, Satan voice will usually appeal to your flesh. All right? Will usually appeal to your flesh. So, and I'm going to try to just kind of give you a couple of things that we, we went over. Satan voice uh, will sound very reasonable. <laughs> It'll sound very reasonable. <laughs> That makes sense. I, I'd be mad at it. They, they, they hurt me. That makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's good. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Okay. All right. Satan wants you, us, listen, I'm just reviewing. Satan wants us to forsake God's ways, satisfying our own needs, to get us to consider, listen, the quickest way that our needs can be met. That need, listen, uh, that need to silence that screaming flesh, because your flesh, it screams. It has a voice. Mm -hmm. So God's way of meeting our needs is typically developing, listen, a, it, it will, when God has a need for you, his ways typically develop uh, a discipline in our life. Uh-huh. And, and, and it develops a discipline in our life to be, to have our character conform to like Christ. You got to do some work. No, we don't want to do no work. Okay. All right. Now, Satan's way of getting our needs met is selfishly, quickly. And they always develop, listen, the qualities of unbelief. Mm -hmm. Because we are, because we are going um, let's see here. Because we are doing things our way. Listen to that. And not God's way. We live in a very stressful time. And Satan comes and he wants us, he wants our needs to be met. But he wants our needs to be met in a very destructive fashion. Okay. So he appeals to the flesh. Okay, the quickest way to get rid of stress in his way might be suggestion of like alcohol, yeah. drugs, mm -hmm. porn, sex, masturbation. Oh, this is real word right here. Overeating. Overeating. Mm -hmm. Entertainment. This is how he deals with that stress. Fill in the blank. Cheesecake. French fries. Now look at this. 
Y'all know what you like. You know what you like. All right. Okay. I'm telling you that's how he appeals to your flesh. Okay. Quick fix. But on the other hand, God wants to deal with your stress too. God wants to deal with your stress. Okay. All right. God says, my way for you develops your spiritual discipline. My way for you to deal with your stress is spiritual discipline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Spiritual discipline that's needed in your life, you know, like prayer and studying. And how to understand walking in the word of God and living the life of faith and trust. And in the dissipating of your tension, listen, watch this. In focusing on the needs of others and ministering to them rather than focusing on yourself. So what are you saying? So I'm having a bad time right here in this situation. So what I should really do is minister to others. Take my mind off of this situation so I can stay on task. Y'all say that. But when it's time to do that. Okay. All right. Mm-mm. This is God's way of focusing our tension, our stress that we have is to put it our desires on other people, focus on other things rather than focusing on ourselves. Do, do y'all see that difference in the contrast of that? What Satan does satisfies your flesh and it's all about you. It didn't include no one else. Okay. All right. We're going to get to the scripture. Don't worry. I got you. Satan wants us in a very, listen to this. Satan wants us to be in a very selfish and quick way of. He he wants us to stay in a very selfish way. So if we stay in a selfish way, we're going to stay in a very destructive way. Okay, y'all not getting what I'm saying here. It takes a while to develop an effective prayer life. To understand the word of God, to learn, to live by faith. These are much better constructive ways of addressing the needs of the flesh and spirit. Wouldn't y'all agree? God's way. Number four, that was just coming up the subject here. But number four here that I want to go is Satan voice will abdicate disobedience to God's law. Y'all know what abdicate means? A person who publicly supports or uh, recommends a particular cause or policy to abdicate. So this is what, listen, Satan wants, Satan's voice will abdicate disobedience to God's law. Y'all know the law that's done away with? But he said, if you love me, you'll, okay. Which one is it? I, it, I didn't do away with them. He said, I come to complete them. Now you have the whole book. Okay, I got a book. It's got 100 chapters, but I, I only did 50. It's not complete. I come to complete it. Now you have the whole book. Now you have the whole understanding of the law. I'm the fulfillment of it. So who is Jesus? Jesus is the what? The word. 
see, most of us just see Jesus just as the flesh man, but he, he was the word. He was the word made flesh. He was the incarnate word. That means his, his word took on the form of flesh like yours, but he still was the word. Two natures, divine and humanity, divinity and humanity. He had both. Mm. Y'all got it? All right. A lot of times you, you, you read and I, and I hear the word Jesus, but I see him, that's the word. But we keep saying the man, but it's the word. And the word became flesh. It wasn't. Just trying to get you a, a, a good grasp to understand what the word is. Okay. Woo. All right. Here we go. Can my pastor go here? Go to Matthew 4. Let's look at this and break this down. Go to Matthew 4. This is where we were last week. 4, 8 through 10. Okay. We're not going to veer from far right in this scripture. Everything's here we need. <clears throat> Ready? Matthew chapter 4 at verse 8. Again, the devil took him up on a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory, the splendor, magnificence, preeminence, and excellence of them. And he said to him, These things all taken together, I will give you if you will prostrate yourself before me and do homage and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it has been written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Wow. So Satan here was attempting to get Jesus to do something that was absolutely forbidden by the word of God. The first commandment, you shall worship the Lord your God and only shall you serve. Satan seeks to encourage us to disobey God's law, his precepts and his principles. That is, he has established his guidelines for us and to the path of righteousness and lasting joy and happiness, personal peace. If we were much more knowledgeable of the word of God, then we would be more quickly, we would be more quickly or be able to say what Jesus said in our situation. It is written. Uh -huh. If we were more knowledgeable. We would say, as he said, in the situation, in the trial, it is written. Then find where it's written. Okay. All right. See, that's what we won't do. We haven't studied. I got a question. How many times do we appeal to the scriptures to defeat the enemy? Come on, what you going through right now? What you going through right now? Have you actually went? To the scriptures to seek, are you right? Is it truth? You know what? See, elder, if we 
were in a room and we just read the Bible. It was, it, you know, 10 years I'm in a room. You know, we would never have a, a question about the gifts. We would never have a concern. Do you speak or don't you speak? If it was just you in there reading the word, reading it exactly as it says, you would never have that question. Is it true? Is it not? So you got all these people. Everybody is speaking on what is true. It would never be an issue of the gifts passed away. Because it's just been you and the word. And your belief when you walk out of there into the world, now you would have been praying, casting out devils, healing the sick. You would have believed if it was just you and the word. Okay. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you wouldn't have that. You wouldn't have that. Is that right? No, is that right? Mm -mm. Listen to this. I just want to know that. This is what happened. I ask you, how many times do we appeal to Scripture to defeat the enemy? Most time, Christians, what they do is this, teacher. They follow their feelings or their appetites or their own logic or what social mores is happening. You know, that's just what's normal. The, the Christian, this is what we do. Okay, y'all don't get it. When you're going through something, what happens as believers, we simply follow our feelings. Or our appetites, that's your flesh. Or our logic, that's your mind. There are many good reasons to follow the law of God. The precepts and the commandments are for our good. And benefit. And blessing. And peace. When you follow God's plan. Stop listening to people when you follow God's plan. You don't really break God's laws. His laws break you. Think about it. Don't break God's laws. They break you. Mm. Okay, just think about that for a minute. All right. This is what we got to be careful, right? Okay? Listen to this. Satan loves for us to break <laughs> God's laws, right? You know, because he knows this. So this is what he knows. This is what he knows. He knows whatever you sow, you will reap. And if you sow to the flesh, you will reap destruction. He using the word on you. So if you sow to your flesh, you're going to reap destruction. It's like nobody, it's just like quiet in here on this reference. What y'all sowing? If you sow, he knows that if you sow, to your flesh. This is why he's trying to get you so fleshly. He's trying to get you so into your 
feelings. Because he knows that what you sow, you're going to reap. If you sow to me, he said, if you sow to me, your flesh, you're going to reap destruction. See, no, that sin looks like it's good just for a while. But it wages of it is death. Be careful how you think. Be careful what you allow to get into your heart because that creates the desire. And the desire leads you to a destiny where you shouldn't be. So if you got a desire to go to heaven, guess where you're going to go? It'll take you to your destiny. With all the bumps in the road, you're going to go. Just keep going. I got to stop letting them do these things to y'all. Stop letting them use the word on you. Stop sowing to your flesh. Stop returning evil for evil. I said I wanted to do this, but he said, no, you know, you got to love right. I'm like, I hear you. See, y'all hear it too, but you choose not to hear. You heard him say, go apologize, and you don't do it. You hear him say this one every time. You know you're supposed to tie 10% and you don't do it. See, you choose. Because if I say it, you heard it. Now, choose this day. Oh, see, you have to bring it back. I told y'all, sowing is not, uh, giving time is not about money. It's about your heart, where your treasure is. And where your heart is, that's where your treasure is. He know where you at. He ain't got to look far. See, he's like, stop talking. And, and you give to give. Not give to get like you've been taught. You give to give. Okay. All right. <sighs> Satan voice will do this. Typically propose a shortcut. Yeah, he will. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all on the short path right now. Yeah, you are. You're on the short belts and the short path. Yeah, you are. Matthew 4, 9. Mm-hmm. Satan voice will typically propose a shortcut. Okay? You got it? Ready? Read it. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 9. And he said to him, These things all taken together... I will give you if you will prostrate yourself before me and do homage and worship me. Mm. Mm. Satan has taken Jesus up on a very, very high mountain, right? Point. And then Satan showed Jesus all the kingdoms of the world. Funny. He was showing him all the kingdoms of the world to the king of kings. Satan knew that Jesus came to the earth to redeem himself, right? To redeem for him a, a people who would be his people for his kingdom. The kingdom of righteousness, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of light. Jesus would take, listen, his kingdom, and with his kingdom, he would supplant all the other kingdoms of, the, of mankind on the earth with his kingdom. Y'all see what I'm saying? His kingdom would overtake 
all the kingdom. All the kingdom that Hasatan showed him. God's kingdom would overtake and supplant all of it. I have a people. I have a people. I've come to redeem a people for my kingdom. Okay? Y'all got that one? Let me go here and get to the next one. But I had to change books. I, I ran out of space. So we, y'all just work with me. We got this one. All right? All right, we're going to finish this up. Y'all just stay with me. Don't go asleep. Stay alert. Stay alive. <sighs> okay. Oh, oh, this was Sunday, dull of hearing. Mm. All right, that was good, wasn't it? All right. When we were talking about the kingdoms, we would see those kingdoms prophesied and visualized, not visualized, but and visions in the book of Daniel, if you wanted to go and see those, what he was talking about in those kingdoms. So Satan knew Jesus had came to redeem a people and for bringing all the kingdoms of the earth under the lordship of Jesus. All right. Sounds he's talking about shortcuts, right? So watch this. Satan, Satan knew that. So what does Satan propose? He got Jesus up on a high mountain and said, Jesus, you know, you don't have to go to the cross. You don't have to go to that bloody and gory thing that lies before you. Yeah, I have an ultimate. I have an alternative for you. You don't have to go to the cross. All you have to do at this point is bow down and worship me. And I'll give you all those kingdoms. Y'all hear that? Hold on. He tried to get Jesus to take a shortcut. Not go through that bloody cross. But we'll, we'll circumvent that. All you got to do right now, you can get all those kingdoms I showed you that I promise you. All you got to do is bow down and worship me. Shortcut. Mm -mm. Think about your life. Think about your life. All right. Okay. I have an alternate for you, right? That's what he said. You don't have to go there. Okay. Take this little shortcut. You know why? Because this shortcut is painless. Mm -hmm. He ain't talking to that flesh. He was appealing to his flesh. All you have to do is fall down and worship me. And I will grant you all the kingdoms. For I am the prince of this world. Just a little shortcut. Jesus rejected the shortcut. And so should you. And so should I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll keep y'all that. Woo. Guess what? There are no shortcuts in the kingdom of God. Absolutely none. God grows a squash in six weeks. And God grows an oak tree in 60 years. Which is you? Which would you rather be, the squash or the oak tree? There are no shortcuts in the kingdom of God. I'm going to say it one more time. There are no shortcuts in the kingdom of God. All right? There are no shortcuts. Listen, there's no shortcuts to a lasting, listen, to a lasting happiness and joy and peace. And a personal success. There is no shortcuts. And a relationship are not built on one evening or one night stand. A relationship is not built like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Popularity can be gained instantly, but true respect is earned over time. Shortcuts are simply not God's way first because they often involve compromise of godly principles. Shortcuts. Right? Number two, they oftentimes bring results for which you are not for which you are ill-prepared to handle. Shortcuts, you're not prepared, ill-prepared to handle. Shortcuts. Number three, they often obligate us to some uh, form of deception to cover our actions. People of God, we are not <laughs> ready for the things of God that, that he has for us if we only... If the only way we can get them is through a shortcut. Y'all hear this? People of God, we are not ready for the things of God that he has for us. If the only way we can get them is we think of taking a shortcut. Okay. Y'all want to get that? I'll give you another example. I mean, there was a reason why the children of Israel wondered in the wilderness for 40 years. Because they weren't ready to take promise, listen, or possession of the promised land. They weren't ready. Y'all got it? That's the reason why they was wandering for 40 years. They weren't ready to enter into the promised land. You know why? Because there was a generation that had to die and a generation that had to grow up and be disciplined and ready to enter into the land and was guess this this is the big one and trust God. How many of y'all trust God? Y'all know if you trust God, it's not gonna look favorable. Why would you trust him if it looked favorable? So to really trust God is not going to look like it's God. Oh, not in there. Y'all don't trust God. No, you don't because you want it favorable. You want it all right. No, you don't. Man, he said they got to, I got to kill off uh, a whole generation got to die off. I let them out, but they're not ready to possess the land. They're not ready. So I got to, and then when they allow the generation, the next generation got to grow up and now be disciplined and learn how to trust me so they can enter in. Okay. All right. Sixth thing. Satan voice will typically seek to lead us to overlook the mm, consequences of our choices. I'm going to say that one again. Satan voice will typically seek to lead us to overlook the consequences of our choices. Let's go back to verse 9. Read it real quick. And he said to him, these things all taken together, I will give you. If you will prostrate yourself before me. 
and do homage and worship thee. Look at that. Notice Satan not only gave Jesus an alternative to the cross, but, but check this out. He never gave or never mentioned to him the consequence. The consequences that would be if he fell down. He never offered him that. Y'all hear that? Read that one more time. Read it one more time. And he said to him, these things yes, all taken together, mm -hmm. I will give you mm. if you will prostrate yourself before me and do homage and worship me. He never mentioned him the consequences would be if Jesus fell down and worshiped him. Have you ever thought about what those consequences would have been if Jesus would have fallen down and worshiped him like many of us have? Mm -hmm. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How many of y'all fell away from Christ before and came back? I'm glad you came back because there would have been consequences. But while you was offended, you, were, you didn't think about them consequences. You were mad. Mad at God. I've got too much fear to be mad at God. But some people do. You know why? Because you lack understanding. The key word here, he's God. He knows everything. So you got to be careful with your pride. Because I'm sure Satan's bad at God. So you got to be careful about being mad at God. That ain't God. Y'all, come on, y'all. Stop letting them trip y'all up. Y'all walking around here. I'm sorry, I'm mad at God. I'm mad at you. Your ways are not my ways. Okay, here we go. Oh, no, somebody need that one. Stop being mad at God. Mm -mm -mm. Mm. Okay, here we go. What would, he, what would it be like? So Jesus would have fallen and worshipped him. Satan would have violated the first commandment. Jesus would have violated the first commandment. Ain't that something? The very first commandment, Satan would have got him to violate it. <clears throat> the first commandment and committed sin against the almighty that is plan and Jesus would have been sinless listen Jesus would have not been sinless and he would have have been disqualified he would have disqualified himself from being a sacrificial or our sacrificial lamb who would give his life for the sins of the world see how his Diabolical plan was all that just to worship, just to bow down. So y'all got to be careful who you bowing down to. If it ain't God, if it ain't God, if you're not bowing down to God, okay. Mm -mm. Look at that. I'm gonna get you to forfeit. I'm gonna get you to disqualify your purpose. Because you won't worship me. Uh-oh. 
How many of y'all know y'all perfect? Mm-hmm. Not everybody do. Why? You're supposed to know your purpose. If you don't know your purpose, how do you know how to function? If you don't know your purpose, how you ought to know how to function? That's why husband and wife get in arguments because like they don't know each other's purpose. Okay. This is how they get, this is how they don't know the purpose of her. So if you don't know the purpose of her, you get abused. And why she act like that? She only acts like that because that's what you put in her. She's an incubator. She is womb man. So she wounds and gives birth to your words. You're mad at you. You should be mad at yourself for saying what you said to her. I'm just trying to help them couples. Men, don't get mad because that's what you deposited into her. She got an attitude, cause <laughs> you you put it in the oven. Ding, it's ready. How come couples can't? How come couples can't talk for ten minutes without arguing? That's a problem. Somebody in broken fellowship. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. That just got to be so tireless. I mean, just tireless. I mean, I mean, we just talking. We can't get past it. I mean, we going to fuss again. <laughs> I mean, that just get tired, don't it? See, then it start creating a different image in your mind about her. Then what you hear, you will say, I can never talk to you. We can't never talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. I'm trying to do the message, but God will help me. <laughs> Somebody needs it. I got to get to him. All right? Mm-hmm. Mm. There we go. Okay. We're trying to get him message plan up for us. Mm. He tried to get him to brought his plan for redemption. Man. And if he had did that, mankind would have been lost forever. We would have been lost forever if Jesus had did that, what he asked him to do. We would have been lost forever in our sin. That's why he couldn't stay in heaven because he sinned. He, he couldn't stay. Look at that. He would try to get that happen again. Man. He tried to Get us to lose or get Christ to lose the plan of salvation for us. And the plan and purposes of God's redeeming his people for himself. Oh, he's bad. We'd have been forever. He, he, he was trying to get him to forfeit the plan of God. How devious is he? He said, I got a third of them to follow me. When I feel I got a third of them to follow me. 
Well, guess what? I'm going to do the same thing here. That's why he had to do the flood because all except eight people. Wickedness in all the land. Boy, his plan was working, wasn't it? Almost worked. You see how important you are to his plan? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, here we go. I heard that. All right. <laughs> Ooh, okay, here we go. Satan will never tell you to read the small print on your contract. He will never have you to read the small print on your contract. He don't mention, he didn't mention it to Jesus, and he's not going to mention it to us. Mm-mm-mm. He won't mention the devastating consequences for following his counsel. Y'all better know who counsel y'all following. Okay. Uh, Matthew 4, uh, 5 and 7, 5. Let's go 5 and 7, 5 through 7. Quick. Here we go. This one right here, uh, Satan's voice will seek to, listen, watch this, force God's plan for your life. This is devastating. His voice will seek to force God's plan, force God's plan for your life. Four, five, to seven. Go ahead. Quickly. Then the devil took him into the holy city mm-hmm. and placed him on a turret, a pinnacle, a gable of the temple sanctuary. And he said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will give his angels charge over you and they will bear you up on their hands lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, On the other hand, it is written also, You shall not tempt, test thoroughly, or try exceedingly the Lord your God. Another way of rendering that is that you shall not force the Lord your God. Okay? Satan again knew something of the plan and purposes that God had for his son. After all, Satan is a brilliant student of the scriptures and the laws of God. Mm -hmm. He knows his word. He was there. And he knows. And he knows that Jesus was the king of Israel. And he knew one day Jesus would crown king of Israel and all of the earth. And he knew Jesus would, look, if he would jump off that pinnacle of that temple, forcing the hand of God now. Y'all going to get this one. He was forced, he would, he would force God to rescue him. Because he knew that his plan hadn't been fulfilled yet. y'all he wanted him in a marvelous and glorious fashion doesn't he wanted the angels to appear out of nowhere and catch the son of God and gently place him on the earth listen that all the people seeing that would recognize 
that that was the Messiah, the Mashiach, the long promised one of Israel. And they would rush to him and make him king. And they would rush to him and, and calling him uh, king, king, king of the Jews and of all Israel. But there was only one major problem with that. The nation of Israel was not yet ready to receive him as king. Okay, hold on. That's right. right. Remember, remember what I said. He's trying to force what he Satan is trying to do is get to force the hand of God for your life. That's why you got to be careful with the decisions that you make. Okay? Stop going with your feelings. Okay? Hold on. Be led. See, it, that'll just solve everything. Just be led. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Let me finish this up right here. I said that Jesus, he wasn't ready at that moment to be revealed as king. Okay? Jesus, even to reveal, let me see here. I want to check for short, for shortcuts here. <laughs> Daddy didn't want me to say it, but I said it anyway. Okay, I, I got to. We got to cut some time out. Okay. Okay. So Jesus, let's see. I don't want to. Okay. I said they had a major problem, right? <laughs> the nation of Israel was not ready for him to be as king, right? That was not a part of the plan and purpose of God in this early part of his messianic ministry as Jesus. For Jesus was the Jesus even ever to reveal to the people of Israel who he really was. He didn't want them to really know exactly at that moment who he really was. You can remember several times that you saw in the scriptures that he would tell, he would heal somebody, he would say, and, and go and don't tell nobody I did this, right? Right? Jesus, listen, Israel was not ready to receive him for who he really was. There was a, ah, let me see here. He didn't want them to know who he was. His time had not yet come. Okay? So you can't force him to do something out of season. So if Jesus had obeyed Satan's voice and counsel, he would have been forcing the hand of God, pressing for God's purpose for his life, listen, in an untimely fashion. Okay. All right. Look at your life. And he would have been committing a sin against God, against God's lordship and sovereignty for his own life. See, sometimes y'all going through things that, that you're forcing God's hands, and that's not his will for your life. Okay. Satan, listen, Satan will come and seek to get the Christian to force the hand of God for his life. God told me to do this. No, he didn't. You told you to do this. Now you're going to try to force God's hand for your life. Because you won't do what he said. Be still. 
and know that I'm God. Okay. All right, you don't know his voice. Okay. Watch this. Jesus was willing to wait for his heavenly father. Why didn't we ever see Jesus rushing around to and fro, breaking down in a sweat, trying to get from point A to point B to point C, trying to accomplish everything he had in his three and a half year earthly mission? We never seen him do that, did you? Jesus was just walking with his heavenly father, obeying the prompting of his voice, being right where God wanted him to be. Jesus was relaxed, believing in his heavenly father, who is in control of the circumstances of his life. Mm -hmm. He knew that he would bring everything into focus and everything would be at the right time. See, a lot of you, you're trying to force God's hand and God's timing. You never saw Jesus run around. I got to go here. Let me get this. I got to turn the, I turn the tables over. Oh, I'm going to get back here. <laughs> Won't doing all that. I'm relaxed. I'm cool. I'm going to be right where I'm supposed to be. I'm following the lead of my heavenly father. Where I am is where I am. This is why everybody was trying to rush him. He, you know, don't, don't tell him I healed him yet. That's before his time. They weren't ready. They, he's not ready to be received as king yet. That's why I'm going to just take my time. I'm not going to rush him. God's in totally in control, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I need y'all to do that. Y'all promise me y'all going to do that. All right, go. Okay. Stop trying to force the hand of God. It's not, it's Satan trying to do it with your life. <sighs> Teacher, help me out. They, I think they're dying on me. <sighs> everything is, God's going to bring everything into focus. Everything at the right time, and it will happen according to God's sovereign, supreme plan. So Jesus did not force the hand of God for God's plan for his life. He took his time. So I need y'all to do the same. Some of y'all is forcing or allowing you, you thinking it's God. Y'all give it a chance for a minute. A minute, relax. Do you trust him? <laughs> okay, here's a little thing. God going to show up at the very microsecond, <laughs> which is his perfect time. I'm just saying, so why do we act like, why is the scripture in there? If he don't deliver, he's still God. If he don't show up, he's still God. It don't negate that he ain't God. Because I got burnt up. <laughs> I'm just saying, come on, y'all. I, I got another thing I want to ask right quick. How y'all, 
teacher, but sometimes do y'all ever watch things and you'll see the human spirit and how humans can be so overwhelmingly hospitable and it bring a tear to your eyes. You see something, somebody has a, a, a all, not Alzheimer's, but they, they have autism, right? An autistic child. And you'll see them get up on TV and they'll play the piano and sing. And they don't have a care in the world. Still got the gift. The gifts and callings are always out with them. And you'll watch them and it's so beautiful and they, and you'll, you'll cry. And everybody's just standing up. They hit the gold button. And, <laughs> and it's beautiful. And you'll be like, the human spirit is so much, there's so much love in it. It is just make you cry. It's so beautiful. And then in the same breath, you can see the person who is innocent get murdered. So much anger and hostility. I mean, a balance. And you'll cry on that one too. You'll see so much injustice. Do you ever watch things like that to help find out where you are spiritually and you're are you desensitized to it? You flood your heart with that beautiful human spirit that has so much compassion and love that it just makes you want to like love God. Then you see the other end of it. Brutality. I mean, unjust. And y'all know what I'm talking about. How does God feel about that? Let me ask you, how does God feel about that? How do you feel about that? How does that affect you when you see someone, you know, Who's not like you? Y'all seen that guy? Y'all know what I'm talking about? I mean, it's beautiful to see God's gift and how humanity is just reveling all around him for a gift and not the giver of the gift. So when you come here, you should recognize the giver. Of healing, not the healing, but the healer. Not the deliverance, but the deliverer. Amen? Amen. Teacher, I'm done. He's never done. He's never done. He's done. <laughs> He's never done. Glory <laughs> to God. I tell you, um, we're called to love. Amen. We're called to love in the most difficult times, or at least it seems. Um, man of God, Matthew 4, I believe 8, was it uh, 8 through 11, where Pastor was at? Was it 8 through 10? Okay. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 8. Again, the devil took him up on a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory 
the splendor, magnificence, preeminence, and excellence of them. Okay, first of all, I want us to understand that Jesus, he's the word, but in flesh, correct? And that is us now. Amen. <laughs> if you can believe it, you can live like that. So, the word, the actual manifested holy temple, God himself in the flesh, was tempted. You yourself, being born again, are not, you are not immune to, because you are now the holy temple, to not be tempted. You are the holy temple of God, and you will always be tempted. The tempting is, and it means to try out. You're always, you will always be tried out by the enemy. And this is what, this is what was happening with Jesus. He, he was being tried out. But the question is why? He had to do it for us. And when he did it, and the enemy tempted him, as Pastor was saying, he was trying to tempt him with something, not only that was already his, but it wasn't his time for his kingdom. He was trying to give him something before his time or appear to offer him something that was already his before his time. This is why when it comes to decision making as believers, you can't grieve because you don't have what you think you want or need before your time. God himself has said, I have locked in fence and prepared waiting for you a perfect plan for your life. God said, I have a perfect plan for your life. Definitely he said, it's perfect. And I have it guarded. Fenced in. See, and it's kept away from you, hidden even from you. So you can't destroy it. could go some places with that. See, but you can't see what he has fenced in, prepared, that's perfect. See, we go through all these unnecessary woes in life because you try to get something before your time. 
book and that was and that wasn't even yours. Because <laughs> yours is fenced in. <laughs> look, and it's it's hidden for a certain appointed time to be revealed. Go ahead, read, Minister. <laughs> I love it, Pastor. Verse 9. And he said to him, These things, all taken together, I will give you if you will prostrate yourself before me and do homage and worship me. So for me to do that, what he was saying is, Position your life to be in harmony with the dark world. If you serve yourself, if you are self-serving, he, he said to bow down. Give homage to me. He said, he said bring yourself into a perfect harmony and alignment with my will, which is self-serving. Something that's going to please your flesh. He said, go and give into your flesh. Bow down. It'll bring you in complete alignment with me. Harmony. Go ahead, minister. <laughs> so, to, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it has been written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. The word of God says, Man cannot live by bread alone. Saying, Man can't live by, he, he was using a parable so you could see himself as man, so you could see yourself. Can't live by the things of the flesh because he is led by the spirit. He can't, the bread is the things of life. Natural. Go back there again, the last verse that you read. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it has been written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. So while he's suffering, because we know this is a, a 40, 40 day fast. And you know when you first start, you're pretty good those the first day or so. But then there comes a point to where there's a starving. Feel like you're starving, right? It's a different kind of hunger. It has went past that to where you're starving. Painful. 
very uncomfortable. Feel like you're going to die. Feel like you're going to die because you, you say to yourself, I have to eat. But this is what your flesh says because when you don't give it what it needs, it sends you a signal that it's starving. Christ was able to say that the word is written because he emptied himself. He, he was not self-serving, but he became completely humble and a ultimate server, servant, which allowed him to be a servant. Not of his flesh, but of the will of the Father. It's one thing, Tiffany, we say we want, we serve. But for him to actually be led of the Spirit, he had to come into the ultimate place of commitment and the will of the Father. And to do that, he had to be humble and to be an ultimate servant of the will of the Father. That's the only way that he could resist the enemy. He didn't just say, look, the word of God has no, it won't be in force or action until you have become an ultimate Servant of the will of the Father. Amen. It's the will of the Father that brings the power to the soul of the man. So this will of the Father and his humility and his yieldedness took him beyond the cross. Meaning it's able to take you for a leader beyond your suffering. He did it so much so that he was numb to the cravings of the flesh. So that this is how and this is how this is how it looked to be led of the spirit. Is that my my will? I no longer have my will. Is the will of the Father? I have come to a place of absolute commitment to the will of the Father. And we think about that. How many can actually say that? It's going to be a real struggle. He emptied himself, was born in man's likeness, was obedient even when it was a mental death. He even accepted the shame of being an outcast and a criminal. See, we care about what we look like to people. Your sin will find you. 
He didn't care what he looked like to people. Minister T is finding that out. Be having like a hat or have or had like 3,000 plus followers. And when you empty yourself, commit yourself fully to the will of God. Can't find nobody. Very few will stand with you. Very few. I'm going to end this. Fasting reduces physical strength, but increases spiritual forces. And is an aid toward your spiritual insight in your character. So when you're being tried out and tempted, your character, your holiness remain intact. Oh, come on now, somebody. You're not moved by your emotions, not moved by your feelings. You know why? Because you're living a consecrated life. It's not a struggle. It's not a fight. It's a way of life. I made a, and I sense my physical strength is weak. This is when God does show himself strong. Because now the spiritual forces are intact. And your character as well. <laughs> and your spiritual insight is aiding you now. Now I'm led by the spirit. It says that Jesus didn't cry out for the angels. He didn't cry for help. You know why? He's been, he was living the life that he was setting before us that we are to live. He, will let, he was showing you an example that the power is in you laying down your will. Oh, it's, uh, it said he didn't cry out, minister died, to the angels to come and strengthen. They came when he was led by the spirit. And it says Jesus returned in the power of the spirit. see, when you get to the point to where you feel like you're going to break and give in, what happens is when you see, it's the life that you have to consistently live as to why when you be tried out that you're not sift out. Is that because of my way of holy living and way of thinking, this is why you have to surround yourself with people of the same 
precious faith that keeps you accountable. That Somebody talk to me. Not somebody talking about the word. Say what it really is. If a car's going to hit me and I'm stepping out, say that. Don't say be careful. You're going to get killed. Not be careful. You're going to get ran over. <laughs> exactly. Push me out the way. Enough to where even I fall down, I may break a bone, but I still be to live to see another day. When you're at your weakest, for a true believer, you're at your strongest point. See, but it, it doesn't feel like it. But there's a knowing. It's in my Noah. It's in my Noah. It's too late. And the Holy Spirit showed up in power at the end. Then the angels came. And they ministered to him. But see, they didn't come before. They came after. Empower the Holy Spirit. Strengthen him. Then they ministered to him. And just leading him into the next temptation. The next battle. So this is for us. We need to know about what it looks like in the desert, the place where something looks like it can't live. Yeah. <laughs> it can't Ooh, live. Right we need to be able to see and know with great assurance what it is of God. This is why it's very important, not in here, but your spiritual leaders. We're here for your purpose of your development and your growth to ensure that you become who God has called you to be. This is not for you to, to lose. You are in this to win for those who are truly born again. Amen? You can stand on your feet. I believe we may have. Do we have an announcement? Bible study Friday. Who will be speaking? <laughs> who? <laughs> I wonder who. Minister Whitney will be speaking. Minister <laughs> Whitney and, will be and speaking. And don't, don't, don't forget Communion Sunday. We got a special guest. Oh, Communion this Sunday. No, it's not this Sunday. Oh, oh. He said, don't, he said don't put it this Sunday. Okay, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it out there. Wow. God is so awesome. Do you have something? Yes. Hi, Ty. Hi, Ty. We love you, Ty. Welcome. Welcome. Awesome. Better keep that up. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 
God will keep you. He'll keep you. Mr. <laughs> um, Ryan, you close this out, please. Mr. Ryan, I mean, I mean, just, just, just put your whole heart in it. Just, I, just, I just need something a little extra from the Lord as we depart here. Just, just, put, just totally yield yourself. Just, I know you always do, but uh, just, just. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just love you on tonight. We thank you, Lord, for your word going forth. We thank you, Lord, for sending your word for us, Lord, to just save our souls, Lord. We're grateful, Lord, to you. We just pray, Lord, for healing right now in the name of Jesus. We speak right now against the spirit of death, Lord. We speak life right now and life more abundantly in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for just the ministers here, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for Minister Whitney, Lord, that she's going to bring forth the word this Friday, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for um, just pray right now against the distractions, Lord, of this world and her life right now. We speak, Lord, that um, she can just have quiet time with you this week, Lord, just to, to commune with you in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, that you're going to be with her. And she doesn't have to worry or fear what to speak on, Lord, but that you'll speak through her, Lord, in the name of Jesus in a powerful way. We ask, Lord, right now for peace and protection as we depart here, Lord, that you just continue to be with us. We thank you, Lord, that we can commune with you from here on out, Lord, all the way to the house as we sleep tonight, Lord. We pray right now against demonic dreams, demonic attacks in the name of Jesus. And we just pray, Lord, for peace and a hedge of protection. We love you on tonight, Lord, and we speak for your love to carry forth through all of us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.